you are listening to the Grace and Wrath podcast. This is Mark. Living a truly fulfilling life without Christ is impossible, and choosing to die without Christ is pure insanity. Repentance of sin and belief in the gospel of Jesus Christ is the only way to be saved by God's grace from God's wrath. Welcome back to the Grace and Wrath podcast. If you're new to the show, welcome. In this series, we're telling Bible stories in chronological order and adding tips and commentary to help you share the gospel more easily and effectively. Today's story is Elijah in the Whirlwind. The time came for the Lord to take Elijah to heaven. So the old prophet said to Elisha, Stay here, the Lord is sending me to Bethel. Elisha said, As sure as the Lord lives, I won't leave you. So they went to Bethel. There was a group of prophets at Bethel. They said to Elisha, Do you know the Lord is going to take your master away from you today? Yes, I know. Now be quiet. Elijah said, Elisha, stay here. The Lord is sending me to Jericho. Elisha said, As sure as the Lord lives, I won't leave you. So they went to Jericho. The prophets of Jericho said to Elisha, Do you know the Lord is going to take your master away from you today? Yes, I know. Now be quiet. Elijah said to him, Stay here. The Lord is sending me to the Jordan River. Elisha said, As sure as the Lord lives, I won't leave you. So they went on together. When they got to the Jordan, Elijah rolled up his cloak and struck the water. Immediately the waters parted and the two men walked across the river on dry ground. Fifty prophets watched from a distance. Once the two men were on the other side, Elijah said to Elisha, What do you want me to do for you before I'm taken away? Elisha didn't hesitate. Please, I want a double portion of your spirit. Elijah was shocked. He said, What? Your request is difficult, but you'll have it if you see me being taken from you. If not, you won't get it. As they continued on, suddenly a chariot of fire with horses of fire appeared and separated the two of them. Then Elijah was taken up into heaven in a whirlwind and was gone. Elisha saw it all. He ripped his clothes and yelled, My father, my father, the chariots and horsemen of Israel. He then saw Elijah's cloak, which fell when the prophet went up into the air. Elisha walked over and picked it up. He turned and went back and stood on the bank of the Jordan River. He lifted the cloak high in the air and then struck the water. He said, Where's the Lord God of Elijah? The waters parted, and he walked across on dry land. The fifty prophets saw all of this. They said, The spirit of Elijah lives in Elisha. From that day on, they honored him as their new leader. When he got back to Jericho, the people of the city said to him, Jericho is a good place to live, but the spring is bad. It even keeps our crops from growing. He said, Put some salt in a new bowl and bring it to me. They brought it to him, and he went to the spring. He threw the salt into the water and said, The Lord has made this water pure. You can now grow crops, and no one will starve. He left Jericho to return to Bethel. Along the way, some boys started making fun of him. They said, Get out of here, Baldy. The prophet turned and put a curse on him. Immediately, two bears ran out of the woods and killed 42 of the boys and ripped them apart. Second Kings chapter 2, verse 9 And so it was when they had crossed over, that Elijah said to Elisha, 
Ask what may I do for you before I am taken away from you. Elisha said, Please let a double portion of your spirit be upon me. Well, God gives all believers the gift of the Holy Spirit, making each of us fit for his service. That's reassuring. Also, verse 1 in that same chapter. Let's go back uh, again, Second Kings chapter 2, verse 1. And it came to pass when the Lord was about to take up Elijah into heaven by a whirlwind that Elijah went with Elisha from Gilgal. Well, where is heaven? What is it like? Many people may ask you this when you're witnessing. Well, the location of heaven doesn't concern me, just because I couldn't tell you the exact location of a country of Mauritania doesn't mean it doesn't exist. All we can say for certain is that it is up. See Deuteronomy 30.12 and Amos 9.2 for more of that. Most people don't realize that the Bible teaches that heaven is coming down to earth. We are waiting for new heavens and a new earth in which God will make all things new, completely. You can see Isaiah 65.17 and 2 Peter 3.13 for more on that. When God sets up his kingdom on this earth, he is going to remove the Genesis curse. That means there will be no more floods, tornadoes, hurricanes, droughts, earthquakes, disease, weeds, pain, suffering, or even death. It is then that the wolf and the lamb shall feed together, Isaiah 65.25. And creation will stop devouring itself. Those who trust in Jesus Christ will be given brand new bodies that will be like the resurrected body of Jesus. Bodies that can eat, touch, feel, etc., but will never age or feel pain or sorrow. All this sounds too good to be true, but it can be a proven reality for those who obey the gospel. Think of it. Eternal life on this wonderful earth restored to when it was like in the Garden of Eden. A place where there was no rapists, no murderers, no pedophiles, no hypocrites, liars, blasphemers, or thieves. A place of perfect fruit, incredible animals, unimaginable color, massive waterfalls, amazing plants, more beautiful birds, bigger fish, grander canyons. We are also told that God will remove the sea. That's in Revelations 21.1, which will give us a little more room. <laughs> but best of all, the creator of the universe, Almighty God, will be there. Scripture tells us a number of times that God is light, so there will be no longer a need for the sun, because he himself will radiate in all of his unspeakable glory. Two thousand years ago, he was manifest in human form to save us from death. However, Jesus of Nazareth is no longer the man who is limited to time and space. He has ascended into heaven and is glorified, in the state he was in before he came to the earth. He dwells in unapproachable light and shines brighter than the sun. 1 Timothy 6.12 Mere words could never express my infinite gratitude to him for giving me life, and then for saving me from being justly damned in hell for my sins. But I will have eternity to love and worship him, at whose right hand are pleasures forevermore. That's Psalm 16.11 No enjoyment on this sad old earth has come even close to the unending pleasures that God has prepared for those who love him. What a tragedy for people to miss out, simply because they refuse to repent and trust the Savior. That is from Ray Comfort in the Evidence Bible. If you haven't already, I encourage you to heed the Lord's call, turn from your sins, believe the gospel, and receive the gift of salvation that Jesus is offering you right now. If you like what you're hearing, please like and subscribe to the program. And please consider giving us a good review. It really does help. You can also find us on Instagram and Twitter at Grace and Wrath and on the web at graceandwrath.com. Thanks for listening. 
This is Mark signing off for now. So ride hard, pray often, and talk about Jesus wherever you go.